Hey, Children's Ministry community. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. We want to inspire and challenge you to become a children's ministry leader, taking your ministry to the next level. In Jesus' name. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. We're in season number two, episode number 62. And we greet everyone in Jesus' name from across the world and across the U.S. Today I'm going to be talking to you from my house, so if you hear any extra noise, uh, please excuse that. If you hear any dogs or if you hear any other noises, I'm here. And so, but I feel led to share uh, this session here today. So uh, I wanted just to have a uh, just a memory of what has happened this weekend um so this is going to be just uh, a recap of what happened in oregon and the oregon district uh children's ministries uh soc rallies so that those were awesome and i want to say thank you to jesus and to my pastor uh for allowing me to go and uh, i want to thank uh my wife for for uh, support as well and then uh, I'm going to thank the Sunday School team here at Life Challenge, Kid Challenge for just carrying the burden and continuing children's ministry and uh, thank God for what he has done and uh, so, excuse me, so um, yeah just to start off uh, some other thank yous is to uh, Reverend Dan Mack and Reverend uh, Daryl Sparks for the invitation to come. Brother Daryl Sparks is the Oregon District Children's Ministry Director, and Brother Mack is over the promotions. And so uh, I met Brother Mack in Mississippi, and uh, he was responsible for holding and hosting an awesome kinetic uh, children's ministry training. And conference and so I got to connect with him and uh, sister Lucy Pacheco connected us with him and so now that he's moved on to uh, sister Lucy Pacheco is in in the Houston area she's also a children's evangelist a shout out to her she's also invited us to her her conference which was a children's ministry conference in Spanish but uh, we're, we're uh, thankful that she allowed us to meet brother mac and uh brother dan mac has uh been friends with us and he and he invited us over and we've had him over here at today's harvest conference in odessa texas and so we've just become good friends and so brother dan mac has moved all the way to oregon to to a church to start a church so uh and then from there, you know, we're to to today where he's now a part of the children's ministry and he is the one that invited Brother Mo. So I thank you, Brother Mac, and then the generous host, uh, Brother Sparks and Sister Rachel Sparks, uh, for allowing me to stay in their quarters there uh, in Aloha, Oregon, driving me around, feeding me and uh, getting me coffees, everything that's needed. You know, it, it was an excellent 
everything was awesome so uh, I got to spend time with the sparks and so they you know I got a spark in my spirit and uh, I thank God that I was able to to be a part of such a great district and so um, you know from the very get-go when I flew over we had a, a you know a very long layover in Phoenix and so we were in Phoenix and our our flight kept getting delayed 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 and you know the flight that was coming in was I guess uh, iced up and so they needed to fix that and so we we didn't get a airplane till later that evening I uh, got into Phoenix at 11 I didn't leave till late in the evening so uh, so it was a lot of delay which caused our first service there Wednesday night service with Pastor Miranda to be canceled and so uh, we're supposed to have five total uh, you know services including that one and then three other ones for the SOC rallies and then one in Grisham on Sunday morning so uh, <clears throat> excuse me we we were out of those five we only did three you know both were snowed in uh both we couldn't make it so uh on the saturday that's the wednesday service the saturday service we only had the thursday friday and sunday service so what looked like five turned to three but i want to just you know give god the glory in those three services in each of those three services that we had god moved in the in the awesome you know sovereign way that he did and one of the pastor's sons you know he had come up and he had said you know i had never seen a children's you know service like this where it was you know uh in the very middle of the service god would move kids would get the holy ghost and you you get right back into the service finish the service and then god move again so what looked like three services uh, turned into six services because we had at least two altar calls uh, God you know moved in a, such a mighty way in those services that we, he needed two altar calls and uh, for for these services and so it was very very unique uh, was telling a ministry friend of mine brother Luke today uh, here at our home church I was telling him that we had seen something like this when we were part of the Texas District uh, Family Camp Meeting. I think it was a year or so ago where we would be preaching and, uh, you know, kids were st would come up and pray and they would pray in groups and they were so hungry and so um, just so hungry for God and, you know, so passionate for God and that we just continue to preach and uh even kids would come up and just interrupt the service and tell us what they were feeling. One young lady, you know, she came up and said, you know, I feel God so big in here. So similar things. And I was testifying there in Oregon where, you know, we were saying, let's pray as right now together as a church for these kids. Let's pray that God will have his way, you know, in, in these services. And so the same way that he did in Lufkin. You know, he began to move in a unique way where um, we weren't even to the preaching yet. You know, and kids were already speaking in tongues, weeping, praying for one another. And so uh, it was a unique, a unique deal. So what turned from five services to three, now back up to six. 
And so God had his way. And I thought it was very unique because, um, you know, uh, after one of the services, <clears throat> I forget which one it was. It might have been the first service on Friday. You know, the kids there at, at, at that rally, I don't know whose church they were from, but from that rally, they came up to me, a group of kids after the service, and were very, very thankful for what was taught and, you know, what God had done, that they were very, very appreciative. And they came up and said, thank you. And uh, and then they even went on to say, can we pray for you? So, you know, I was lost for words and I was like, yeah, I need it. Come on, pray. And so all those kids began to pray for me. And um, and I was like, that's this is unique. You know, I've, you know, been, been a part of children's ministry and for this to happen. For such a humility in the children, such a respect, and uh, I thought, man, this is this is so awesome. And uh, so, you know, we were we 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 went on to the services, and uh, we would see kids from other nationalities receive the Holy Ghost, and even some of the kids that from the from the what should have been the first service. Went to the second service and got the Holy Ghost, the canceled service, uh, the Wednesday service. They they were from that church. They came Thursday uh, to the other service and they still got the Holy Ghost and we're thankful for that. And then, um, you know, just uh, just feeling in one of the services, just a word of prophecy uh, during one of the services. Uh, I don't remember what service that was. It might have been the last one. <clears throat> excuse me but um you know felt just uh i don't know a word to speak to the church as a whole you know letting them know hey this church is gonna i feel god's telling me that this church is gonna reach so many kids and just a word of, of faith i believe a word of prophecy for that church and so um you know, during during the altar service, you know, we would see adults, kids. I remember one of the services, I believe it was the second one. Kids were done praying, you know, they had prayed. Uh, it was such an awesome move of God that up on the uh, very top of, you know, of the, uh, I guess you can say the uh, sanctuary, uh, the pews way up on top, uh, still and older lady praying you know she she wasn't old but you know she was up probably 30 40 years old uh she just weeping crying uh still after the whole thing had been done and so just seeing that seeing teenagers uh you know get the holy ghost you know all types of again nationalities you know you got american kids you had hispanic kids you had people from i don't know i think it was, they were from either iran iraq or i don't know uh, you had uh spanish kids you had you know african-american you had you know teenagers uh you know you had adults and so it was just a powerful move of god and uh even the youngest youngest as four or five years old getting the holy ghost um just a lot of God things, basically, is what I would want to call that, you know, and uh, such a sovereign move of God. And, um, I, you know, I, I took a couple sermons up there 
to teach and I uh, took the one that my wife and I did in Dumas, Dumas, Texas. But I felt so strongly that I, you know, I didn't want to have something in the can every, you know, the same sermon every night. You know, it could have been, but, you know, I felt that it should should be different and unique for the for the certain church, for the certain uh, needs. And so we did that one, the first service, and then, you know, we kind of changed it up a little bit, but it was basically, you know, the same message, but uh, changed up just a hair. And then uh, the second service, I felt the Lord wanted us to do something, something so new. And uh, so I took a, tons of props. And so, you know, you know, I wanted God to, to lead. And so that second service, I had, you know, I had some time to pray and, and to sit down and, and read and think. And so that second, that second service, that, you know, I had plenty of time to, you know, for God to give me that, give me that word, you know, for that second church. And so I got, you know, finally got it. It was unique. Never had taught it like that before. Uh, totally scratched what I was going to do, uh, what I had planned to do. And I said, you know what? And even Miss Pinner, my grandma, had texted me because of everything that was happening with the delays and everything. She told me, she said, put it in God's hands. And I said, you know what? I believe now that, you know, with all this weather and all these interruptions and cancellations, I really need to put everything in God's hands. You know, I need to take it out of my hands, you know, the the sermons, you know, the lessons. And uh, I just began to just let God do it. <clears throat> what was so unique was, uh, I'll do a side note here, but so unique was when I was spending time with uh, Brother and Sister Sparks, you know, somehow the Lord just came in the van to where I could speak about my testimony, about how God uh, used the bus ministry at Life Challenge to reach me and uh, used Brother Jesse Castaneda to, to reach me and uh, the, the Bible quizzing ministry to reach me. And so I um, just began to share all of that, you know, and what God had done and blessings and all of that. And so uh, I felt that I should probably share that in those services, you know, part of my testimony. And so by the second night, Sister Sparks had mentioned, she said, my, my sons are going to be in the service. Can you, uh, can you speak about, are you going to talk about your testimony? I said, you know, I don't know. But that was another confirmation that I should talk about my testimony. And somehow God allowed me to do that, you know, share my testimony and so uh, by the third service, uh, you know, we didn't have a Saturday service, so we kind of rested and fellowship Saturday and then uh, drove on over to the next city, fellowship some more. And so I really, to, up to that point, I really didn't know what God wanted to do. So I was, I was praying, 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 <clears throat> thinking, thinking, reading. I, I was so tired, you know, I didn't have my props, you know, set aside yet. I had everything, but I didn't have them chosen. I didn't have a message, didn't have my clothes ironed, and none of that. So I fell asleep, tired in the hotel, and uh, by about 2.30 or so, I shot up, you know, I from my sleep. You know, I believe it was the Lord, 
and I had my phone right next to me and it was like the Lord very clearly was telling me what to do. And so I got up, you know, texted, you know, wrote down, you know, I didn't have paper and pencil. I was just texting away. Like if I was sending a text, I was writing, writing it in my phone and uh, what the Lord had given me and just right down the line. He was telling me the songs, the the lessons, the what to do, what theme. And so I began to type that up very quickly. Somehow God had renewed my energy and uh, from all the traveling. And so I, would, I was pretty tired and, you know, being two hours difference from home, you know, it was kind of tough. You know, and then with all the layovers and then the services, it was, you know, and then the traveling, you know, by by car. So it was a lot of, you know, just, uh, you know, just a lot of activity. So I went to sleep, shot up, you know, wrote the sermon by God's grace, ironed my clothes, swapped out the briefcase and uh, put the props in there. And, you know, the next morning I was ready to go. Um and uh you know went long story short got to the service never had done that sermon before and done that service just for that church and uh you know so many unique god things you know had happened in, in this trip you know even i'll go further as to say i don't my wife's probably in the other room but you know i don't drive i don't drive uh long distance i don't drive at night i don't drive at, you know you know, I drive here, but, you know, out of town, highways, interstates, you know, big cities, you know, not your car. You know, we had to drive a car. So, you know, it wasn't my car, it wasn't my vehicle. So all these things were new and somehow God, you know, helped me, you know, to travel, to stay safe and uh, to commute safely, on, you know, with all the weather, you know, uh, issues, rain, whatever. Uh, being late at night so all that all those things were factors and uh, so somehow God gave me a a boldness and a you know just alertness somehow people must have been praying my wife must have been praying you all must have been praying because I normally what I was doing you know you know going to the airport you know all that you know and driving and uh, doing these services I was just allowing, you know, wanting God to do it. And I, again, like my grandma has said, get it out of my hands and put it into his hands, you know. And so, um, so, yeah, that was, you know, that was a pretty powerful trip. And, uh, you know, getting text messages, whatever now, but uh, from different places, uh, people that were impacted, you know, whatever God had done. You know, just very encouraging, you know, very encouraging. And just to hear a lot of the good things that happen here at, at, in our home church, you know, just puts the icing on the cake, so to speak. But uh, and even having my pastor and, you know, uh, pray for me and just, you know, giving me an opportunity to travel for God and uh, just being able to be a part of something big. And what God is doing in children's ministry. And so uh, it was a pretty amazing trip. And put it in God's hands. Put it in God's hands. And, uh, you know, 
We didn't have all these services figured out. God had them figured out. God knew what was going to happen. We just had to kind of catch up with what he's doing. And so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I know it's kind of long, so hopefully you guys stuck through the whole thing. If you did, may the Lord bless you. With that being said, may the Lord bless you in Jesus' name.